So hi, welcome to our podcast, Catching Up with Ivy and Sharon. We are now filming podcast two. Yay! I'm Ivy. And I'm Sharon. And today we're going to talk about So Yeji. So while this topic may sound a little bit outdated since it's been circulating media for quite a bit now, almost around a month, um, mm-hmm. but we still wanted to talk about it and address it since the information is very interesting. And to start off, we want to say that we don't want this podcast to be a definitive source of, you know, where you're getting your information or how you're going to view these people. Because as of now, all news and media articles or opinions are all speculative. And mm-hmm. we want to acknowledge that. But we want to also talk about this because it would be really interesting to see what it means to be in a toxic or failing relationship that gets publicized as such, and how much we should empathize versus cancel celebrities, and what it means in both the entertainment world and our personal lives. That's right. So to start, um, we are going to talk about where this all first started. So what started was that there were some interactions that started coming back into the media. And these, these interactions were from 2018. So I don't even know fully know where or how these things started blowing up again but it showed Kim Jong-hyun and Sohyun at like these sort of press conferences for this drama they filmed back then and Kim Jong-hyun was extremely rude to Sohyun and considering Sohyun is from Girls Generation she's a very popular idol um, fans were really upset by how coldly and how rudely he was treating her and it was just pure disgust right like he just didn't want her to touch him all these like weird interactions Mm-hmm. And then as people started looking into this, they found out that he actually asked the director to cut out all of their romantic scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was rude to staff. And it just became this sort of thing of like, well, what's wrong with him? Yeah. But then, for some reason, his private text messages with his girlfriend at the time, who was Soya Ji, the very, very popular actress um, from uh, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, they got released and we saw them interact in a way that was super toxic. She was basically saying, oh, make sure you don't touch other girls. Make sure you don't speak nicely to other girls. If female staff say hi to you, remember to respond very rudely, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so I know Sharon actually got to see the text messages and she's Korean. So she was able to read it word for word without you know, the translation aspect in it. So I'll pass it on to her to discuss a little bit more about the context of those text messages. Yeah, so as Ivy said, the text messages sounded really toxic. It w- they were just her asking about how he treated the female staff and during the drama filming and just asking him to, just reminding him actually to cut off, all, to tell the director to cut off all the love scenes or any other intimate scenes with Soyeon. Um, she actually had a nickname for him called Kim Taktakshi, which means like someone <laughs> who's like hard and like tough, tough exterior. So like someone who's stoic, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So that he's not warm to any other female staff or the female cast. Right. And you know, to some people who are, who are in relationships, we all have those like banter's with like there's like I mean they have their banter's with their significant others, like going like oh you shouldn't do this with the opposite gender, mm-hmm. you do that. 
But something about the text messages, they were very frequent. Like she constant, consistently asked him how his day went, what he did. And he would actually tell her, oh, I didn't greet the female staff today. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this today. And she, would, and she would answer with, good job. So considering mm-hmm. the fact that he answered, like he seriously answered that he didn't do this. He treated the female staff coldly. And then she was answering with, good job. It kind of shows that there was some kind of sincerity or like seriousness behind her text messages rather it just being silly banter between couples right and I think that's what people started you know calling her out right for being manipulative for being really mm-hmm. toxic um and they sort of just kind of ignored the fact that he was acting <laughs> that yeah. way in general mm-hmm. um rumor has it actually I remember you mentioned you don't know why the mm-hmm. this news came to light again where Kim Jong-un treated Hyun very badly. Right. There are actually rumors that he has some disputes with, he had some dispute with his company because he wanted to end his contract, mm. but his company did not fly with that. They didn't like that. So they are the one who decided to sabotage his reputation so that no one else would want it, no other company would want to take him and he couldn't go mm. anywhere else. And it's interesting because they had to really dig. They dug back all the way into 2018 for Mm -hmm. this because he is wildly popular right now, especially after Crash Landing on You and Mr. Queen. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy that they're bringing back 2018 information. And for some reason, people are actually gobbling it up, fully knowing that about this aspect too, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, (sighs) it wasn't the first rumor. The Hoyan situation wasn't the first um, news that, Oh, and entertainment, which is his former entertainment, mm-hmm. tried to use against him. There was actually another news that that kind of exposed his dating, current dating life, which he was, which said that he was dating his co-star from Crash Landing on You. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Which that wasn't a big deal because everyone was really happy about that. Yeah, they because, were supportive about that. <laughs> because the other, the main couple, you know, Hyunbin and what was the other girl's name? Um, yeah, 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 they got together, and so then seeing another couple from Crash Landing on You get together was like very cute. Yeah, um, so that obviously didn't work, but it was very interesting um, to see like how the news and how people responded to this information because it started mm-hmm. off sort of like I think when the initial news came out in 2018 and people thought that he was acting weird. People, he said that, oh, I was going through some mental health issues at the time. And for some reason, mm-hmm. people just accepted it. Maybe there was like a bigger issue at the time. People just yeah. moved past it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now they they made it a bigger deal. And the moment they find out that Soya G was involved, involved in the text and so forth, the attention just completely erased his narrative and just focused on her. It was just like, you're the villain. And it doesn't even matter what he did. It's just you, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's where I kind of have an issue with, but at the same time, I'm also very, it's like, I also see wh- where some, what some people are saying that might mm-hmm. be true. So for example, people start looking into her potential dating history, which they also mm-hmm. don't know if she actually dated these people or not, right? Yeah. Um, but she was saying like, oh, I think she dated, you know, you know, ho, right? You know, mm-hmm. you know, ho. And yeah. then um, they said, oh yeah, like he also went through like this um, mental breakdown when they broke up. And so mm-hmm. people were speculating that she does this thing called love bombing where mm-hmm. you show a lot of love in the very beginning of your relationship with someone and you get them really comfortable. And then the moment yeah. you start to take away love, 
they mm-hmm. get very scared and they start wanting to do anything they can to please you. And so people were saying that this scenario was probably the exact same scenario for her previous relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I really I agree with you on that aspect that there are so many blind items people started pulling out about a woman in the acting industry mm-hmm. being really toxic to her ex-boyfriend and people started kind of connecting the dots and putting right. that blame towards Hyeji. But in my opinion, I think, you know, you should take blind items with a grain of salt. Also, anyone can be toxic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it could be anyone in the acting industry. So just like pinning all of that blame on her and regarding that as a fact, it is unfair. It is unfair. Yeah, I've also heard so many ridiculous blind items saying that sometimes Hoyaji would call her boyfriends and kind of do a test on them by saying that she's in danger and see how long they go and like check up on her. But that's also like, how do you know that happened? That's the one thing is, issue like, I have. The thing is, like, if she does that, I do have a feeling of, like, ooh, like, that's not healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those things where it's, like, we don't know if she's still like that right yeah. now. And even if so, I feel like it's not necessarily our place to say anything, and it's more so people around her that mm-hmm. can speak to it. But for instance, like, the, this news, these text messages that came out, I there's like two things I want to mention. One is that these were private text messages. Mm-hmm. We have no idea how the media got their hands on it or even how yeah. Kim Jong-un company got the hit, like, you know, this information. It's just a little mm-hmm. bit weird. Mm-hmm. And then two, this information is from 2018. And I don't know about you or about your favorite celebrities, but I feel like the people we were and the people they were mm-hmm. two, even two years ago, are fairly different people than who we or they are now. And it's hard to say how much people can change or what new experiences can cause them to reflect. Um, so I, it's hard to, like, it's for me, it's hard for me to, like, sort of be like, yeah, no, I'm going to join in on this witch hunt because I do think mm-hmm. those things are sus. It's just a feeling of, like, I don't know who she's like today. And I don't know if she's reflected since that 2018 point with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely don't think you know k netizens or you know any that is or and any any netizens from any country give space for growth you know it's always yes. like oh you did this now you're still like that i'm assuming you're still like that so you deserve to be canceled but i just think that like you said people can grow even in two years even in a year we aren't mm-hmm. the same people as we were like a year ago right and so i, I like, do th- yeah wait sorry <laughs> no don't worry about it yeah so I definitely do think like there's a difference between holding a celebrity accountable Mm -hmm. versus not giving them any room to grow or giving them that flexibility of being like who are you today versus when this information came out and taking things with a grain of salt based off of you know these blind spots that you mentioned earlier definitely yeah so I just I do think I do agree with the as with the opinion that Mm -hmm. there we shouldn't blame like we shouldn't like put all that blame just because of something she did like two years ago which is actually three since it's 2018 so that's more yeah that's a lot more time to grow wow my mind's stuck in 2020 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no like that's absolutely true and I thought it was um, a very interesting take right because for Soyeji she actually 
recently blew up in that um, the Netflix K-drama, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, mm -hmm. which really focuses on mental health or people who act very erratically or with mm -hmm. low empathy. And yeah. her character in that drama can be perceived as very toxic as well. She mm -hmm. does understand boundaries. She can be very controlling. And um, she also has a hard time conveying her actual true feelings without being violent or things along those lines. Mm -hmm. And in that drama, people were very receptive to her character. They understood her. They saw these other sides to her. They like mm -hmm. her. And that's kind of where her popularity really took off, right? Because she yeah. played the role so well. Mm -hmm. But then now when these news come out, they're like, maybe the reason why she plays that role so well is because she's exactly like that, that character. But then it makes me question. It's sort of like you had enough empathy for that fictional character. But the moment that, you know, a celebrity may have a similar aspect to it it's like unempathetic and in all honesty people who do act very erratically to their significant others love bombing you know any of these toxic behaviors they actually do need therapy if you really think about it <laughs> mm -hmm, definitely they do need therapy and i feel like even though we don't excuse their actions we still hold them accountable we should still give them a chance to learn and get some help mm -hmm, i absolutely agree and I think that's another question, right, where I'm saying um, in relation to the drama of like, you know, when when we perceive it in a character form, we're more receptive versus when it's real life. Mm -hmm. So I guess like a question I have is like, what then what makes us so unreceptive when these traits that we love in dramas come out in real mm -hmm. life? And I think that also even includes toxic behavior in male characters, right? Um, it's like we don't accept that kind of behavior like boys over flowers behavior absolutely mm -hmm. not right yeah. in real life so yeah so like I, I guess that's like a question I have I think in a way a lot of people think because these things like you know mental illness and toxicity these things are shown in the me media as kind of like in a romanticized glamorized way or maybe even not romanticized or glamorized, but it's very dramatized, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think, oh, these things only happen in movies. This is just like drama. This is just for the drama. So they don't think this thing, these things happen in real life. But once they get that news, like, oh, shit, this is an actual real thing. People actually experience this thing. It starts to mm -hmm. like, they start to get rid of those rose colored glasses and they start to realize like, oh, it is an actual problem. So maybe that's why they're like, less receptive to it in real life than in dramas or the media because it's so extreme in dramas and media mm -hmm. it's kind of like oh that's just for the plot you know I probably. love it because the plot is interesting probably but I've also noticed that we tend to give male celebrities or male characters that benefit of the doubt more yeah like, for example, at least, like, even in some of the recent dramas, like, not even as old as Boys Over Flowers, but whenever dramas as such came out, people would be obsessed over it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm even talking about, like, recent, like, the most recent Netflix adaptation of Meteor Garden, which is the, the, the Chinese name for Boys Over Flowers. Mm -hmm. Their most recent adaptation, there was no limit of, like, there was, they did not change any of the potentially toxic scenes of, of wow. male masculinity or anything like that. And people still ate it all up, right? People, mm -hmm. especially people who weren't normally like watching dramas like mm -hmm. over the years. And I thought that was interesting because there was still that benefit of doubt of like, oh, like this is so sexy. This is so cool. 
but like for a drama like it's okay to not be okay there's no element of being like oh yeah like this is how a relationship should be the focus was really that everyone had their own personal demons to get through and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you can rely on a significant other and and and, you know maybe it can work out but they were just so unreceptive to the fact that she could be as unempathetic and I thought that was very interesting right when we associate that to the concept of like mental health or even just like celebrity portrayals yeah definitely I agree with that I think with the with the romanticizing for the male actresses actors and mm-hmm. male actors yeah romanticizing their actions and the character the male characters I think it has a lot to do with the fact that people when they're watching these drama they already know it's a romantic drama mm-hmm so because it's like labeled as a romance drama, you know th- those characters are going to end up together despite mm-hmm. this toxicity. So I think the brain kind of subconsciously like connects like the toxicity with something romantic. So it's kind right. of like, oh, like this is so hot because we know <laughs> they're, they're going to end up together right. because of that these makes actions. Sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then I think another point I wanted to also talk about is sort of when we perceive toxicity in celebrities, like, for example, mm-hmm. we often have that example of people talking about their biases and being like, no, they just did that for a show or they just did that mm-hmm. for comedic effect. Like, they're not actually like that. I know what kind of person they're like. But in mm-hmm. actuality, none of us know what these celebrities are like. Um, and even when we defend them, we're defending on the media portrayal of them. Yeah, And so I think that's another question of like, how do we address toxicity when we learn about it from celebrities we idolize, right? Mm-hmm. And does it make them more human as it does for some celebrities? Or is it like something that we have to automatically cancel them? Mm. And I think, yeah. I think Soya G is just unfortunately getting canceled. Like there's talks about her getting pulled out of these dramas they there's there's talks about her not even attending drama awards and stuff Mm -hmm. which I think is very unfair for her professional career at least yeah I think she does she is a great actress so she does deserve to get some you know recognition for her talents because you kind of have to separate the art with the artist at times like this Mm -hmm. and it is unfair because I think at the moment they're just they're just like the public the general public are just pinpointing like associating those blind items with her so they think they're more she's more evil than she might actually be Mm, yeah that's a very true true aspect Mm -hmm. i think like even if even if she isn't a great person she might not be a great person she's still great at acting which yeah i do think she needs a award for that it's not like we're celebrating her you know her per se we're just celebrating her talent but that's also another like gray area right because for Mm -hmm. example when we talk about sexual assault we yeah we cancel people there's no way we would want to see them accept an award you know after benefiting off of another thing so Mm -hmm. it's like understandable but I just like wanted to talk about the reason why these there's this sort of feeling with Soyaji where we're a little bit more empathetic it's because of the amount of ridiculous media that are being uploaded right Mm -hmm. So, for example, netizens dig up her past alleged plastic surgery. It's like, mm-hmm. so what? I think like majority of the people in that industry have or have gone through minor changes here and there. And I think yeah. that's totally normal because mm-hmm. of the societal standard of beauty, right? 
yeah they talk about her potential school violence which I still don't think that's verified yet I don't know if you heard Mm -hmm. anything about that Um, yeah I heard of that yeah and then another thing I don't know if you want to touch on that by any chance later Mm -hmm. um but another thing was oh she loved the 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 horror thriller film Orphan so much she watched it 28 times (laughs) like I don't know like I like what if I'm watching Arthur like 20 28 times like what does that make me you know like <laughs> I just I just don't see the correlations like if you like watching a film then you like watching a film and I don't even think Orphan is even that scary I think it was more like a psychological twister mm-hmm. and I understand why people are fascinated with that and people at the time were fascinated by it so I don't even think that's a big deal and, and what that has to do with the most recent news about her getting canceled yeah um, another thing was um I feel like even now, Kim Jong-hyun, his name is not getting trashed on as much. Like, mm-hmm. he literally just got away with saying my mental health was trashed because of the scenario. And then mm-hmm. Soya Ji's text just ended up serving as proof, which I also don't think is 100% fair, which I know mm-hmm. we'll talk talk about this later, but I don't think mental health gives a free pass, right, of being, mm-hmm. an, so like being an asshole. Yeah. And then another thing is um, there's questions about her academic background and all these other things. And I just think it's absolutely ridiculous, like all of these articles. And I don't know if you've heard of more, but it'd be great if you can touch on any of them. Yeah, I especially want to touch up on like the mental illness being an excuse, like a lot mm-hmm. of people excusing mental illnesses. I definitely don't think like, of course, we do feel bad that he went through such a toxic situation. But it's also a mental illness should not be an excuse to treat anyone in a bad manner. Yes, you know, I agree. You still need to be held accountable for what you did during that time. Because a lot of people, so many people, there are so many people who go through mental illnesses, who are depressed, who have anxiety. Mm-hmm. But they are still, they still manage to be kind to yeah. people around them. But there's also one thing that I don't like when with the public the way they handle it especially international fans so like also. i've been seeing i've been seeing on twitter you know people going like, oh yes queen it's time for women to manipulate men for, <laughs> for years after years of men manipulating us and it's just like her encouraging them i mean them encouraging her to be toxic and mm-hmm. they're just going yes queen like yes manipulate those men <laughs> and i guess it's kind of like if it was the other way around, if it was a man manipulating a woman, there would still be some kind of, there would still be like a huge, you know, canceling with the international mm-hmm. to the male idol or the male celebrity. So mm-hmm. I think like, you know, like it's a lot of double standards when it comes to this. It is. And I feel like it's just hard for fans. Like, uh, like I think it's one of those things where we don't have full information. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, as we mentioned earlier, this is all speculative. So then when you don't have the full information, which you never will, in all honesty, it leads to fans being on one side or the other. And it's very extreme. It's never in the middle ground. It's Mm -hmm. never sort of like, yes, um, you know, like he like what like what was his name? Kim Jong-hyun. He should be accountable for for treating people around him poorly. Right. When technically Mm -hmm. as an actor, as a celebrity of that status, you still have some autonomy. Right. Like if you have the autonomy to ask the director to change the romantic scenes, you have some level of power in that Mm -hmm. environment. And to abuse that simply because of your own personal mental health or because of your relationship boundaries is not okay, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we are understanding that he was going through these things and maybe you're not Mm -hmm. thinking straight. But yes, he should be held accountable. But on the Mm -hmm. opposite end, it's like, we also can't be so extreme of being like, 
yes queen manipulating men yeah because then it's like uh what because like like you said if it was was the reverse right it was like an opposite Mm -hmm. gender doing that and we would literally be like these are incels and you know you can't be that extreme on either end where either you full-on attack the girl or you full-on attack the guy it's just either one does not work (laughs) yeah definitely it was like it's just a double standard that mm-hmm. bothered me and I'm sure it bothered other people as well mm-hmm. yeah I, I love reading some of those comments sometimes and just mm-hmm. seeing how extreme people can take it because yeah I think that's one of the issues with like social media and with like film in general I don't know if you have that feeling where it's mm-hmm. like if you like something you constantly see information of that one side and, yeah and it's impossible to have a discussion without that middle ground there are always going to be those trolls as well which like, yes people shouldn't pay mind to but it's still like it still shows up yes I agree absolutely (laughs) and then I think another thing that I thought was really interesting too were the comparisons between this toxic relationship Mm -hmm. with um that couple from the drama blood um, oh yes Guhei-san and An Jae-hyun yeah I, I, like there are so many people that are like, oh my god, this is as messy as their drama, which I don't fully agree. <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting to touch on and mm-hmm. um, and seeing like these like different celebrity breakups like sort of become publicized. Yeah. And some are like received very positively, right? Mm-hmm. Like like for example, Descendants of the Sun, that couple when they broke up and they got divorced, it was like very clean. They kind of try to prevent stuff going out into the media but there was actually an issue with Hong Hye-gil and Hong Joong-gi oh really yeah (laughs) the media was not nice to Hong Hye-gil like they were not nice to her which has like rooted misogyny I'm assuming that's so unfortunate yeah but it's interesting because like um I think in Chinese media or at least on things that I saw on Twitter Mm -hmm. people praised her for having a lot of grace during that divorce yeah, and it was funny because at the same time, An Jaehyun and Gu Hye Sun were going through their break, their divorce, mm-hmm. and it was the complete opposite. Where instead of the media trashing, they were like they trashing were each other, yeah, trashing each other. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because it got to the point where I felt like the media didn't even want to report about them anymore. Yeah, it was just a <laughs> lot. It was a lot. They were both publicizing publicizing their you know issues, their mm-hmm. marriage conflicts, and it got a lot. It got very detailed it got so detailed I was like I don't know if I want to know this information about (laughs) about you guys and I feel like a lot of people felt the same way because I just saw a recent article again Mm -hmm. where I think he like I think NJ Hyun recently got into like another drama or something along those lines right Mm -hmm. and then for some reason Gui's son posted online and she was like I just want to move on like I wish you the best or like something along oh yeah those she lines. said that re- she posted that recently right <laughs> yeah she posted it so recently and everyone was like sis move on yeah <laughs> and I thought that was like very interesting right because like if this was say in a real life re- like real life scenario or a real life mm-hmm. relationship we wouldn't be as judgmental right like yeah. you would be like no girl like you're healing it's fine <laughs> but then for these it's just like it's so easy for people to get like taught like you know to get caught up in the weeds and I think yeah. that's happening right now for even Soya G's situation mm-hmm. yeah because with celebrities and stuff everything about them is publicized so while mm-hmm. we don't judge like 
we can't really judge the people around us. Like we know them in a personal, in a more personal type of way. Right. So seeing as celebrities, like they're just like in another world. They're from another world. So seeing this drama, we just eat that shit up. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't happening to anyone I care about. This is, I don't know this person personally. So I have the space. I have the space to, you know, mm-hmm. I have the space to use it as entertainment. Right, I agree. And I think it's like especially seen in Korean media, right? Because a lot of Mm -hmm. actors or actresses aren't the ones going on variety shows or getting on that personal level. So then when we are able to grasp a bit of their personal lives, we really want to dig in deep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's like a very interesting thing as well. And I think it's very, like as we're talking about, like, you know, these sort of publicized toxic relationships or these like very toxic portrayals in media yeah of a relationship I can't help but say like you know how we're like oh we give everyone the benefit of the doubt but they're like clear-headed right where they're just mm-hmm. like no like this is media this is real life mm-hmm. but at this point I think when we when you see how certain netizens interact or certain people re- respond to celebrities in both western and you know Asian media mm-hmm. we can tell that that line gets blurred a lot as well yeah and so that's another question too of like how does that even connect to how we interpret these kind of scenarios in our personal lives and how to sort of be able to separate ourselves from that celebrity portrayal and sort of be like oh okay like that's a little bit weird but I'm going to like take it a step back if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you know with celebrities they have this camera persona and a lot of people get caught up with that Mm-hmm. so it's surprising to see that oh they have personal lives as much as we do mm-hmm. and just to connect just to have that that connection somehow like oh this person can also go through someone something toxic it can also be t- toxic as well mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of it's like cog- cognitive dissonance it's like you it see is. that it's you see that celebrity and they're like totally different from you you expect them you know they're rich they're mm-hmm. like beautiful. They have fame. So you expect mm-hmm. them to have a much better life than you do. You expect, it's kind of like, you know, just that, just that idea you have of celebrities. People mm-hmm. just think, oh, their life, perfect. You know, <laughs> I'm not as pretty. I'm not as famous. I'm not as rich as them. So obviously I'll be going through these, you know, personal obstacles, personal issues. Mm-hmm. But celebrities, they have it all. So why wouldn't they? Why would they like be heartbroken over one guy or one girl? You know, right? So it's kind of like that cognitive dissonance you have between them and us, but also having that common ground of, you know, having personal life. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, and it's just like it, it's so funny, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. when we look at celebrities, we want them to be perfect versions of what a person should be, and so. Mm-hmm very human flaws or mm-hmm. aspects of human lives that may not be as ideal are so easily attacked but it's like yeah. it's like for me it's really hard to attack Suryaji for her text messages from three years ago mm-hmm. simply because I'm just like I don't know like who who was I three years ago is very different from who I am now and yeah like I was like I think I mentioned this last time when we first tried filming this podcast but we had audio issues like I feel like when I look back at my youth, there are times where I'm like, ooh, like, 
I was I was pretty toxic there and yeah um you know I might I, sh- I had some trust issues there and I probably shouldn't have projected it like that and mm-hmm. I think it's like normal to sort of be like look back and sort of reflect what yeah. made you a flawed person and grow from that and it's one of those things where it's like I sincerely hope that like that doesn't come back to haunt me the way Soya G ever does right mm-hmm. because it's sort of like it's so it's just like I'm not that person anymore and I feel like most people go through those stages like especially mm-hmm. when you go through like your teenage years your or your like first rough relationship in college for instance it's mm-hmm. very easy to have those feelings and it comes with breakups it comes with trust issues and all that other stuff and I feel like there is a level of empathy I have for her simply because this news is from three years ago mm-hmm. now if it was like really recent news that's another story like if these are yeah. just from very recently and it's proven that it's very recent that's another story mm-hmm. yeah I agree with you it's like you know like as we mentioned before three years is enough time to have mm-hmm. space for growth I, I do think, think so yeah if we can change if we can learn from my mistakes then obviously celebrities can also learn from their mistakes right and also it's like one of those things where it's like if they don't then just don't support them like the yeah. more you talk about them I don't think it really changes anything yeah like there's Definitely. some people out there who are like well <laughs> bad media is still media right like that's mm-hmm. how a lot of YouTubers view yeah <laughs> do these things Mm-hmm. um so that's like something I, I don't know I it's just like one of those things where I even in my friends I noticed that where I'm like mm-hmm. yeah like you probably shouldn't have done that like back you know two years ago but now it's like yeah well now you know you know not to yeah. do that now and I the only I way know. yeah the only way to learn to grow is to make mistakes because how else are you going to supposed to know that what you did was wrong absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and it's so much easier to just sort of criticize someone else like through a screen. So mm-hmm. I do feel for celebrities simply because you can't talk about, oh, how did you harm this person's mental health, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and like continue to attack another person yeah. <laughs> in that kind of way where it impacts their mental health. Yeah, I think the reason why a lot of people are more so angry is because they've supported her, you know? She mm-hmm. was someone with a lot of support. And as humans, we never want to be wrong about something. Yeah, that's so, true. So when we realize the sub- celebrity we supported so much, who we held in high regard, when we realize they might not be a great of a person as we thought, thought they were, mm-hmm. we get angry. We get angry. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so to the actual... To point. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe not so to the you know, to the person, to actual celebrity, but maybe more so to ourselves and also, mm-hmm. you know, also to the situation in general. Mm-hmm. Like, just realizing that we could, we probably supported someone who turned out to be an asshole, it just ain- it could anger a person as, hum- yeah. as humans. It's human nature. I think so. And I think it's also easier for, I don't know, younger populations consuming this media to be more upset, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the age when you're able to idolize, you're able to really mm-hmm. see yourselves in celebrities rather than in, in your peers and you know aspects mm-hmm. of that and it's like a very you know cute thing but I just yeah. think I've reached all I've also reached an age where I can't even mm-hmm. remember what that feels like to the point yeah. where I'm like where I'm like why are you digging up her plastic surgery allegations <laughs> like what does that have to do with anything guys like I just I can't I, that's like yeah. the weird part to me where I'm like I don't give F enough about this to like you yeah. know like that's the sort of feeling <laughs> yeah I think 
people can you know can like go for the like make up for the cognitive dissonance in two different ways either they get really angry or they get overly defensive you know yeah it's kind of like that like either they get overly angry at the celebrity they supported and then they start like canceling them throwing curses at them commenting like being really bitter towards them or they could be like oh they did nothing wrong or go like oh it's not true these are all rumors you know blindly supporting them so it goes about two ways when people have this cognitive dissonance of supporting someone they thought they were good but they ended up not being as good Right, absolutely. And it's so it's so funny, because like what you said, the defensiveness or the attacking, like it's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you see that everywhere. And it's so funny, because I was even reading these like translated comments um, the other day, where people were saying like, Oh, the only people who would nominate her for this drama award would be her international fans. I don't <laughs> even know what kind of person she is. And it's like, no, sweetie, like they know. Like, yeah, you know, but it's just like maybe they have that sort of understanding of being like you can probably separate this from the person, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of like the the varying exposures to I guess like actors and actresses in mm-hmm. the Western industry or not, but I feel like people are a little bit more understanding about the scenario from the international side rather than on the other side. Of course, the international side is definitely like a lot more like defensive on her on her side, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Definitely. I agree with you. It's just, you know, international fans do know what's been going on. But like you said, they are a little more forgiving. And I think because of the consistent exposures in Hollywood and just like American celebrity, like Western celebrity Mm -hmm. media. Yes. It's a little different. Mm -hmm. Like even like with dating in Korea, it's considered a huge scandal. Mm-hmm. but in america it's just like every other day you get news of a famous celebrity like harry styles dating someone and it's just like it's not a big deal no one's hating on him for that right i feel like we have like i feel like western media had very toxic celebrity culture back in like the 1990s and 2000s mm-hmm. maybe even into 2010s right mm-hmm. um with like miley cyrus and and selena gomez and them um but I think, like, at least in recent times, I, I haven't really seen anything crazy. Like, I haven't seen, yeah. I haven't seen big boy bands, like, you know, like, yeah. like, like One Direction or, or like, stars like Justin Bieber really blow up to that scale of, you know, stardom. So I feel like it is a little different yeah, now for us. But I feel like for Korea, it's because they're still able to create, like, it's like a manufactured kind of, like, Mm-hmm. celebrity push out right but then yeah. if you're able to achieve like a level high enough as a celebrity as an idol then it's like you reach a level of stardom that's like incomparable to other people in your industry definitely. so I think like yeah I think like that definitely plays a part especially with Soyeji's rise because mm-hmm. once there's a rise people want to see a fall yeah definitely and I think that's like what's entertaining yeah it's like People go like, you know, the netizens go like, oh, reflect on what you did. But once they did, <laughs> they're still like, oh, fuck you. you know? Re- reflect on what you did, but I still don't like you. Yeah, so it's not that, you know, it actually like reminds me of a book I read. So you've been publicly shamed by John. I, I saw that you read that on Goodreads. Yeah. I wanted to look into it. I've heard many good things about that. Yeah, go it on. applies so well to what's been going on, like cancel culture. And there was mm-hmm. one quote 
like I'm not quoting it word by word because I it's kind of still it's kind of fuzzy in my mind because it's been a few months since I read it. Mm-hmm. But the quote is basically they're not looking for for they're not looking for apologies or reflections. They're only looking for your destruction. Right. Yeah. All that all that like <sighs> jazz about going like, oh, you need to apologize. No, they're not actually seeking an apology. They're so, seeking so, <laughs> so yeah. Sharon, do you wanna be famous? <laughs> <laughs> oh no no it's like, just too much pressure like if you were famous like what do you think you would be doing in this situation it's genuinely it's, it's I, I i'm genuinely curious you know i actually don't know but i don't know i feel like i'd be even more like oh fuck you guys <laughs> like i'm making it worse for myself you know yeah no i i agree i agree i feel like i feel like i would definitely be one of those people that go on live and just start crying <laughs> and be like why do you do this to me <laughs> and then i'll probably become a meme because i do that <laughs> you're gonna say that one thing netizens won't let go so every time an article about you pops up they're just gonna mention that one thing you said you know what's gonna happen what's gonna happen it's like i'm gonna go on live and then it's gonna become this thing where it's like look at herself pitying herself and not even <laughs> apologizing and then after i see that news article i'm gonna go back on live and be like i'm sorry <laughs> like i just i just don't think i would be able to win in that space where i want my voice to be heard but it yeah. won't ever be heard if that makes sense yeah, you can't win. You can't win you at all. You can't win. And there's always going to be people who hate you. And for some reason, their voices are always louder. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like someone, you don't always have to constantly say that you like them. But if you hate someone, you go out of your way to say you hate them. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny because, you know, people just want to hate. They'll find anything to hate you. Like, mm-hmm. hate you for. It's like that with it's like with Hoyeji. They just keep pulling out, like, old stories, blind items, and associating them with her. Yeah, I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that news article. Like it's an it's a literal article. I think it was it was published in April, where it or where, where it was just like she loved the film Orphan so much she watched it twenty eight times. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was so funny to me. Oh my god! Yeah, it's actually really funny. Like you just funny. like you're just pulling anything out of their asses just to yeah, like, so justify think- their hate. Yeah, and then it's so, so funny because I think, like, when those articles came out, a lot of international fans were saying, like, like, why are you posting this? Like, you know that her name is getting attention, and that's why you're posting it. It doesn't mm-hmm. hold any weight in this discussion whatsoever. Yeah. And just funny, I watched Train to Busan, like, ten times. Oh, no, I watched that movie <laughs> ten times. And if they're gone to public, they'll probably be like, oh, so she likes killing people in trains or something like that. <laughs> and they'd be like, she needs therapy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. And then um, I think like that leads to another question. I think this would be this would be our final question. And then mm-hmm. the rest, we could just honestly just make jokes, <laughs> which we already are at. But I guess the question is, do you think Seiji can recover from this? I think years from now, I mean, it's going to die down, obviously. Years from now? Maybe not years, but I guess Damn. months. It's going to die down. There will be new scandals, and people will, yeah. paying, people will be paying attention to those new scandals. So I think but if like, she just makes a quiet entrance. Do you know the, oh, what was his, what was the dude's name? Like, he's a really famous. 
Give me context. I think I'll, I know, I'll know what you're talking about if you give me context. Uh, he, I'm suddenly getting brain fart. Like, I obviously know his name. Lee Byung-ha. Okay, I do not know that name. <laughs> yeah, he's a, do you know, did you watch Mr. Sunshine? No. I oh my know, gosh. Unfortunately. Can you give but me yes, context? He cheated on his wife with, like, a few girl group members. Oh my god, that trash. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cheated on his wife and yeah he got blackmailed so that's how the story came out oh but then it's like i feel like there's some leniency when yeah. men do, sh- do shitty things like that that's true like he made a comeback he got in a got casted in a few good dramas such as mm-hmm. mr sunshine and now like even people even though like he's still getting flack for it like every time an article comes out they like mention his like cheating scandal he's still getting that coin yeah, yeah. I, I, I do worry about Soyeji's coin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's I think upsetting. But I think Soyeji, if she like if she's persistent, then I think no matter what, she's still gonna get some coins. Yeah, but I feel like this is definitely gonna give someone trust issues because mm-hmm. just prior everyone wants to work with you, everyone loves you, everyone adores you, and suddenly everyone ghosts you. Yeah. I think that's a weird feeling. And it kinda reminds me of that drama. You know what I'm talking about, right? The um what was the one with Kim Soo-hyun also? Um, My Love from Another Star. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. she like fell down from stardom and like yeah, she was her like, poster. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She was like kind of like those bitches. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, like I feel like that's her right now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I hope she has an opportunity to recover or at least to be able to explain herself. Mm-hmm. in some way because as of right now it's purely one-sided with media attacking and then the rest of like people who work with her responding right because you don't want mm-hmm. that press and I think that's yeah. kind of the situation but I would be very interested in the future if like she ever goes on an interview to really discuss this time period because I feel like a lot of celebrities have those like eventual talks about how hard a certain time was on them or the misunderstandings mm-hmm. associated and I think that would be a very interesting thing to see definitely but yeah so this was an amazing podcast mm-hmm, very interesting very insightful yes and then we had a lot of fun filming this um mm-hmm. it felt like we were actually in person and just messing yes. around with each other and that was really fun <laughs> and we hope you enjoy our second podcast we hope to bring you the third episode mm-hmm. very soon and thanks for I listening hope- yes thank you for listening <laughs> And we'll see you again. Bye. Bye.